0: Good morning, everybody. Good morning, good morning, good morning to you. This is Reverend Esty of New Birth Ministries of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And I say every day, good morning, good afternoon, and or good evening, wherever you are. Hallelujah. I am glad that you are here And I heard that some are having a hard time calling in, and I apologize for that. And I hope you get in. Amen. But you can always come back and listen later. Amen. God is good. I pray that your day is blessed, and if it doesn't seem to be going that way, bless it yourself. God lives in you. He gave you his power, so use it. Amen. The topic today is riding in the second chariot. And yes, I know there's a book out there with the same name, but I promise you that I didn't get it, my notes from there. Amen. Any resemblance is purely coincidental. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, So get your sword, a drink and a snack, and maybe a tablet and a pen and sit back, and I'll be back to delve into this subject right after invoking my best friend, hallelujah, the Holy Spirit, hallelujah. God is good. God lives in us. Holy Spirit, thank you. Thank you for living inside of us and giving us wisdom when we need it. The word of God revealing the word to us. Father God, we thank you for a new day. Jesus, we thank you for what you've done for us. You are awesome. There's nobody like you. You even helped me through night terrors that I had last night, attacks, spiritual attacks. I got victory over them, and it's nothing that I did by myself. I know it was you, and we thank you. There's others out there who are going through things, and I would like to step, stand in the gap right now and thank you for each and every one of us. It, If it wasn't for you, we don't know what we would do, Jesus. Thank you for dying on a cross and shedding your blood for us. I cover this entire uh, gathering today uh, with your blood. Their families, their friends, their health, their finances, everything in their life. Their upline, their downline, their households. I cover them with the blood of Jesus Christ because I can. Amen. Because God is good. And there's a world out there that doesn't want Christians to be successful. And I speak right now in Jesus' holy name that every ear listening to this, you are the righteousness of God. You are the king's kid. If you've accepted Jesus Christ, you are the king's kid. Hallelujah. Amen. You have victory. So walk ye therefore in it. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Ghost, use me to deliver this word today. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I'll go ahead and start in. Are you like Joseph, the dreamer? I'm sure you've heard of this this, uh, saying before, how they call people dreamers. They even made songs. Entertainers even made songs about dreamers. Amen. So are you like Joseph, the dreamer? Did God give you a dream that you were to manage to come to fruition, but you're afraid that people would think that you are a know-it-all or maybe even crazy, when it comes to your dreams, there's two type of people in the world, those who celebrate with you and those who tolerate you. This message is for you. There are some of you out there who are listening, who were given the talent of building, singing, writing poems, preaching, teaching, cooking, serving in a church, speaking, driving, helping others financially, and so forth right but are you allowing embarrassment and ridicule to stop you from proceeding for fear of the proverbial trying to be better than syndrome amen and i hope that's not the case let's take a look at joseph the dreamer shall we amen and i'm, I'm looking at genesis chapter 31 read verses 1 to 11 and i'm going to be using a genesis chapter 37 That is 37 to 41. Okay, 37 verses 1 to 11 or wherever I stop, amen. It says, And Jacob dwelt in the land wherein his father was a stranger in the land of Canaan. These are the generations of Jacob. Joseph, being 17 years old, was feeding the flock with his brethren, and Lad was with the sons of Bilah, and with the sons of Zippah. His father's wives and Joseph brought unto his father their evil report. Now Israel loved Joseph more than all the children, because he was the son of his old age, and he made him a coat of many colors. And when his brethren saw that their father loved him more than all the brethren, they hated him and could not speak peaceably unto him. And Joseph dreamed a dream, and he told it to his brethren, and they hated him even more. And he said unto them, Here I pray you, this dream which I have dreamed, for behold, we are binding sheaves in a field, and lo, my sheaf arose and also stood upright, and behold, your sheaves stood round about and made obeisance to my sheaf. And his brethren said to him, shalt thou indeed reign over us, or shalt thou indeed have dominion over us? And they hated him yet the more for his dreams and for his words. And he dreamed yet another dream and told it to his brethren. And he said, Behold, I have dreamed a dream more. And behold, the sun and the moon and the eleven stars made obeisance to me. And he told it to his father and his brethren. And the father rebuked him and said unto him, What is this dream that you have dreamed? Shall I and thy mother and thy brethren indeed come to bow down ourselves to thee to the earth? And his brethren envied him, but his father observed the same. Uh, I'll go to 12, I'll go to 19. And his brethren went to feed their father's flock in Shechem. Uh, and, And Israel said unto Joseph, Do not thy brethren feed thy flock? Come, and I will send thee unto them. And he said to him, Here am I. And he said unto him, Go, I pray thee, see whether it be well with thy brethren and well with the flocks, and bring me word again. So he sent him out to the vale of Hebron, and he came to Shechem. And a certain man found him, and behold, he was wandering in a field. And the man asked him, saying, What seeketh thou? And he said, I seek my brethren. Tell me, I pray thee, where they feed their flocks. And the man said, They are departed hence, for I have heard them say, Let us go to Dothan. And Joseph went out after his brothers and found them in Dothan. Dothan, Dothan, okay, D O T H N. And when they saw him afar off, even before he came near unto them, they conspired against him to slay him, and they said one to another, Behold, this dreamer cometh. Then they, they, they proceed to, to uh, figure out how they're going, to, they're going to kill him. Amen. Behold, the dreamer cometh. Have you ever had anybody say anything like that about you? Have you ever been treated that way? Eyes you for your dreams um, and your vision. You know, Joseph was hated by his brothers for being the dreamer of the family. And that still happens today. This is not just in the first book of the Holy Bible. This is still happening today. Everything that you read in the Bible pertains to us today. Amen. These are examples for us to live by. God gave us the Bible so that we wouldn't make the same mistakes. Amen. They conspired to kill the dreamer of the family. Amen. And probably they had a jealousy over him anyway because he was the child of his father's old years, amen. And he, and his father gave him a, a, a multicolored coat. Uh, you might have even heard, I think they had um, movies out about that years ago, Joseph and the Technicolor Coat or whatever, amen. So you could see the, the, the jealousy building up between him and his brothers. And if his brothers were uh, confident in who they were, They wouldn't have took out so much envy on Joseph. And you think about your life. If people were confident in who they are, they wouldn't spend so much time trying to make you miserable. Amen? They wouldn't spend so much time trying to stop you from dreaming. Amen? They wouldn't spend so much time trying to kill your vision. Okay? They conspired to kill him. Behold, the dreamer shows mockery. They're mocking Hatred, they hate him. Jealousy, have you ever had anybody jealous over you and you have no idea why? (laughs) Sometimes, sometimes I say it can be a sign. Okay, keep your eyes open for the sign. When people mock you, they hate you, they're envious of you, they're jealous of you, that's because they sometimes can see something that you may not be able to see. Sometimes people can see an anointing on you and they know they don't have it. Amen. So they're going to take it out on you, and you're wondering why people don't treat you so kindly, why people treat you strangely, or they mock you. Amen. People can mock you. People can tease you. Amen. They stripped Joseph of his multicolored coat and threw him in a waterless pit. Amen. Verse 23. And it came to pass when Joseph was coming to his brethren, they stripped Joseph of his coat and his coat of many colors that was on him. That is Joseph's dry dry spell. Did you ever have a dry spell or maybe are you going through a dry spell right now in your life? Seize it. Don't give up. Amen. He's working on your future. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. You're not past possessed. Amen. You're future possessed. Hallelujah. God is working on your future. So Joseph has his dry spell. Amen. And they threw him in his pit. And then they sell him. In verse 27, you can see where it says they sell him to the Ishmaelites for a profit. Come, let us sell him to the Ishmaelites and let not our hand be upon him, for he's our brother and our flesh. And and his brethren were content. Okay. So they decided, let's not kill him okay Uh, verse 26 he says and even judah said unto his brethren what profit is it what profit do we get out of killing him let's make some money let's make something off of this okay (laughs) have you ever had somebody use you to make money have you ever had oh jesus have you ever my god have you ever had somebody uh just kill your dream attempt to kill your dream and use you and, and try to walk in your shoes, and they can't because your shoes are not the same size as their feet. People will use you and abuse you. They will sell you short. Amen? It's a jealousy. If people can make money out of you, they'll take the money over your presence. See, your presence agitates the devils in them. Hallelujah it's jealousy. <clears throat> Amen. When people get rid of their dreamer, okay, when people get rid of the dreamer that's in their presence, they will lie to cover up their evil deeds, okay? They lied to their father about what happened to Joseph because they knew they were wrong. People will lie on you because they know they were wrong. They try to make you look wrong. Amen. Like someone once told me one one time said, "Make them look crazy before they make you look crazy." Right, man. See, no, 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 that's not right. Darkness can never rule over light. Hide light. You bury the seed, and it will just grow. And just like Joseph, they tried to bury him, and he just grew. And just like you. People try to bury you, and they don't realize you were a seed. I'm sure you saw that before online somewhere, and you grew. Blew their mind. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Joseph was brought to the Pharaoh in Egypt, who brought him who bought him from the Israelites. Okay, verse thirty-nine, one, uh, chapter thirty-nine. Uh, let's go to chapter thirty-nine, verse one, and it says. And Joseph was brought down to Egypt, and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, <clears throat> an Egyptian, brought him in the hands of the Ishmaelites, which had brought him down thither. And the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a prosperous man. He was a very prosperous man, and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. Amen. Joseph was brought to the Pharaoh in Egypt. The Lord was with Joseph. See, just like Joseph, the things that you're going through, you're a child of God. Hopefully those listening have accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior because it does not pertain to you until you accept the Lord. Amen? Amen? Accepting Jesus is the best thing you will ever do in your life. Amen? And as a child of God, you have God's divine presence on you. And everywhere you go, you're going to run into somebody that's going to run from you or hate you because you aggravate the demons in them. See, he had that – Joseph had that divine presence on him. They knew that there was something important about this guy, right? Amen. It was the anointing. You listening. You have the anointing of God on you. As I said when I first started out, you don't know what your anointing is. Talk to God, have a little talk with Jesus, and ask him, what is my specialty? What have you dawned upon me that I am meant to do for the kingdom? Amen? And he will show you. I know some people right now who are taking out time to figure out what God wants them to do, which is excellent. Okay, that's what you're supposed to do. Have a little talk with Jesus, asking what you're supposed to do in, in the house, right? Amen? Asking what you're supposed to do in, in the church, in the body of Christ, and he will in the Holy Spirit, He'll let you know. Amen. Amen. He was, in, he was an Israelite in the house of their enemies. once again. When you're reading through the Bible, you heard me say this before, the, every time Israel messed up, they ended up in the hands of their enemies. And you've seen me, I, I preached once before about Nehemiah, amen, Nehemiah, Israel was captured once again there, and he, Nehemiah was the king's cupbearer, that means he brought the king joy. See, we have that anointing, that was Nehemiah's anointing, joy. He brought the king his joy, okay, the cup, the wine. Is a symbol of joy. See, everybody has a certain anointing, amen, a certain gift that God has given them. A little did they realize that Nia was meant to do more than just uh, bring the be, you know, bring bring the the joy joy in the wine to the to the uh, king, amen. We are meant to be more than just jesters, okay, for the royal court. You have an anointing on you that you have yet to explore, amen. Amen. Not just you're not just supposed to be actually not at all a jester for your enemies. See, they laugh and they clown around and they and they might make fun of us, you know, Christians, but little do they realize it was deep down under what they can see. They are not looking spiritually. If they would look at you spiritually, they would see that there's something about you that they will never ever be able to overcome. Amen. Every time Israel sinned, they ended up in the hands of the enemy. Thank God for Jesus though, amen. Hallelujah. Thank God for the New Testament. <laughs> Hallelujah. We're covered by his forgiveness and his blood. Jesus died for all of our sins. Every time something happens, take it to the Lord. Ask him to forgive you. Hallelujah. And no, don't go back and do it again. Don't be repetitious in your sins. Okay, then you that makes you a sinner. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now we don't have to worry about capturing, being captured by the enemies, unless we completely turn our backs on God. Now, chapter 39, verse 7, okay, and it tells us, and it came to pass after these things that his master's wife cast her eyes upon Here comes always some kind of trouble. You you will never go anywhere in your life without running into some kind of trouble. Here comes the Potiphar's wife, okay, the temptress. And she told him, lie with me. She wanted to go to bed with him. So Joseph was known, according to research and history, to be a very nice-looking fellow. He was good-looking, and she just couldn't withstand that anointing. That See, that's why you have to be careful how you approach Uh, preachers, you know, uh, male and female. You have to be careful how you approach them because sometimes people fall in love with those preachers and speakers out there, and they don't realize that they can feel that's the anointing of God making them feel good. That's the anointing that is on that person. Amen. So she fell in love with Joseph's anointing or whatever, and she wanted to go to bed with him, but he did not. So therefore, she told on him, got him in trouble, the enemy will attempt to throw us off our path. And that's exactly what happened to him. So he's thrown into prison. You'll see that in 39.19. Amen. And then the butler and the baker. We have a butler and a baker in prison. And they had dreams. So they told him to Joseph. He interprets both good and bad. One one dream was good. The other one was bad. And he asked him, just don't forget me when you're released. So as Deuteronomy 8.18 says, four books later, don't forget God who helped you out. Amen. Amen. When, when something good happens to you, don't forget God who helped you out. Amen. And, and, and Joseph had the anointing of God on him, so let's see how this happens. The Pharaoh restored the chief butler, just as Joseph had predicted. Okay, Joseph was right, but the baker got hanged, just as Joseph had predicted. Amen. Amen. The butler did not keep his promise to help joseph the butler got out and and for just i don't know if he forgot about him or just didn't keep his promise but god always has a ram in the bush doesn't he king has dreams now instead the higher up has dreams see not only do you serve the the lower the mid you serve the higher up right so now the higher up has dreams okay first the servants had dreams and forgot about joseph so here we go the king had dreams amen and his magicians and wise men could not decipher them. So guess who's needed? You. Amen. Come on, Joseph. The chief butler told him about Joseph. Now he's ready to reveal Joseph probably for kudos and credits, right? And that what people do, they, they don't mention you until they get the credit for it. Amen. Until it serves them in some kind of way. Jealousy stops them from mentioning your name because they're afraid you might look better than them. Amen. <laughs> Amen. The king likes Joseph's interpretations and says that he heard he can interpret. Joseph gives God the glory, note in front of Pharaoh. And this is why I went to forty-one, chapter 41, verse 16. Uh, and, he, and Joseph answered Pharaoh and said, it is not in me. God shall give Pharaoh an answer of peace. See, he gives God the glory, amen. Joseph glorifies God in front of a non-believing pharaoh, and he does it again in 41.25. The pharaoh promotes Joseph, gives him his ring, and made him to ride in a second chariot. And Joseph became ruler over all, not some, not part, all of the land, amen, amen. Evil kings are described of those who knew not Joseph. I'm sure you might have heard that term before. There were a couple of kings that came in in the Bible, and it says, and he knew not Joseph. Not a good thing. Not going to be a good king. Amen. No respect there. Amen. The Pharaoh changed his name to Zaphnath paniah Okay? So if you remember, every time Israel got caught, they changed their names. They took the smartest kids out of all of the groups and changed their name. Esther was Hadassah. Right? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and other names were changed, and so was Joseph. But I, I stick with Joseph. It's easier. Amen. <laughs> Amen? Notice that even those who try to forget Joseph, okay, put, you, put yourself in Joseph's place. Notice that even people who try to forget you, oh, my God, they try to set you aside. They try to act like you don't exist. Amen. They put you on a little list. Amen. Always run into a situation where they will have to reveal you in some kind of way. <clears throat> Believe that. The devil tries to hide you, but God brings you out. Your good name precedes you. Just like with Joseph, his good his name, his good name preceded him. Amen. Like in chapter 41, verse 12, it says, and there, was, and there was there with us a young man, a Hebrew servant. See, now they've got to tell who you really are, Hebrew servant, amen, to the captain of the guard. And we told him, and he interpreted us our dreams, to teach each man according to his dreams. See, magicians couldn't do it, okay? All the people, the the, the prophets or whoever this king had working for him, none of them can do it. None of them had that anointing. They might have had words, but they didn't have that anointing. You, my friend, in Jesus' name, have the anointing of God that people need. So when people turn you down, don't worry about it. Your name will come up. It's all in God's good time. Amen. God will bring you out when the time is ripe and right. R-I-P-E and R-I-G-H-T. So don't fret. Don't worry about anything. Amen. No matter what people try to say about you, to dirty your name, because it's going to happen. Don't cry when it does. It's going to happen. If one person doesn't do it, a couple, couple months, couple years down the road, somebody else is going to do it. God will bring out the truth, and they will have to give credit, H-A-V-E, capital. They will have to give credit where credit is due. But, and I end this with this saying, amen. Remember, it's not you. It's the God in you. Always give God all of the glory. Amen? It's the God in you, the anointing. It's the, Always respect the anointing of God. Listen, do you always have to be first? Amen? Is it necessary to always be first to do God's work? You know, sometimes you may not be the interpreter of dreams. Sometimes you may not be the pastor in the pulpit. You may not be the choir director. You may not be the piano player. You may not be the usher. Sometimes, you know, we have to realize there are people who clean the toilets in churches in the body of Christ. Amen. So regardless of what God has given you, regardless of your anointing, I say use it. When, the t- when God opens up and makes the time right, don't always look to be a leader. But sometimes, you know, you can't give a baby. You can put a baby behind the wheel of a of, of a Lincoln, okay? <laughs> Most people say Cadillac. Like I like Lincoln. <laughs> you can put a baby behind the wheel of a Lincoln. That baby is going to wreck and kill itself. It cannot drive. God's not going to give you something you cannot handle, Amen amen you don't always have to be first sometimes god sends you into somebody's life to back them up and help them there are many people who promise to help but when it comes to really really doing that thing they don't keep their promise so keep your relationship between you and god strengthen it every day amen are you saved now's the time to accept jesus christ as your savior And with everything that's going on in the world, you need a friend. Jesus is that friend. If you allow him to be, amen, he's your helper, and his Holy Spirit is your comforter. If you're not saved, just repeat the Romans road after me and say, Jesus, I repent of my sin. I'm so sorry, Lord. I believe you died on a cross and rose three days later just for me. I accept what you've done. I accept you as my Savior. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Say, thank you, Jesus, and amen. Now go find a Bible-believing, Holy Ghost-filled church and learn of him. It's never too late. Your new life starts now. Everything that you did before this time is gone. God threw it away as far as the east is from the west. He forgot it, so don't remember it. Now go live, laugh, and love upon you be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you much peace. Thank you for coming on today, and I pray that your week goes by victoriously. I hope that all those that were trying to call in earlier got on, and uh, I will drop the link so on my page and everything and on my uh, YouTube so that people can watch later. And I appreciate all of you who are listening. You're a blessing. Reverend Essie signing off. God bless you, and have a beautiful, beautiful day. Amen.